Good. How are you? Can you hear me okay? Yeah, I can hear you okay. Can you hear me? Yeah, I'm using my iPhone. I hope that's cool. Okay, yeah, yeah, that'll work. Yeah. Okay. Totally. Yeah, so uh, this is uh, Bob Stan uh, on uh, What the Heck with Richard Dweck. I'm so happy that you uh, are on. You know, I, uh, I'm i going to kind of like kiss your ass a little bit here. I like a lot of your comedy. Oh, <laughs> I thanks, dude. I appreciate it that. Was, it was, uh, I, I, I don't remember, like, I think I first saw you at, uh, um, Born 13. Yeah, that sounds about right. But I can't remember if I saw you on TikTok first or not. Oh, really? Because um, I think that was it. I think I saw you on TikTok first, and then I was like, oh, he goes here. Or maybe I mixed up, but I don't know. I was like, uh, but I just remember seeing your stuff online and being like, oh, this is, like, really, really good. <laughs> and then seeing you in person, and you just were... And always hearing good things that you were like nice and like you know, good guy. So it was like I'm actually a mega asshole now. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's always nice to hear because like, yeah, because you never know like who people like. That's a weird thing about comedy. Like you never know what your general like outlook to everyone is. So that's kind of a good thing to hear. Um, so when did you start? Um. I started uh, about two years ago, I'd say. So, uh, yeah, I read that and I was just like, I, I don't like, I don't look a whole lot of stuff up. So it's just like, I saw that and I was like, oh, it's only two and a half years. But uh, how are you liking it? Like, do you? Um, I like it. I like it a lot. I, um, I mean, you know, starting out, it was rough. Um, you know, like I, the first like six months were just you know, bombing. Oh yeah. At, at, you know, midnight every night and then just kind of getting used to that. Um, right. And then every once in a while you get a joke that lands and you're like, Oh, there's something there. And then you write that down. And then eventually after about like, you know, six months, I managed to squeeze out. Like I had five minutes and that was it. And like, and only yeah. five minutes. And then that I did. About right. Cause for me, it was like, it took me a while. Like fully like, Six months. I just say to actually like learn how to write an actual like set of punchline jokes. Yeah. It was mostly just like you just start out with premises, and you're just like, I have no idea where this is going. Yeah, I, like Jeselnik style writing when I started out. Uh, was like, I, yeah, I was, uh, I was, um, I was very opinionated. I was very Marini and like Louis and ish So it was like, was uh, okay, like, but that was like style of time i guess so it was like you know uh i started in uh 2015 and uh it just and i was the i want to ask how old you were because i was the youngest of my community when i started i was 22 okay so how old are you i'm 27 oh okay you're yeah I was, I, was, I was around that age yeah so you know uh i just you know i i um I saw, so I see a bunch of your stuff on, uh, TikTok, and you do Twitch too. Yeah. What is Twitch like? Because I, I don't really use it then. I haven't used it, and uh, I just know that it's good by a lot of comedians are on it. Do you? How does it like work to other like places? Does it get? Do you feel like there's a lot of mix with like people from TikTok that see you and like everything? 
Um, so with yeah, with like Twitch, I have so I haven't streamed in a while, which I I want to. I just been so busy. Um, right. But with Twitch, it's like yeah, you can like it's great, you know, because you can like there's like you know you can play games on there, you can just right. like chat or like do a podcast, or whatever. There's so many things. It's just like really good for like live streaming. Um, I before I started doing stand up, I really wanted to be a Twitch streamer, and I I wouldn't say I I don't want to be one now, but I I was more heavily focused on that. And then stand up as I started to get like more into stand up, that kind of just became my main focus. Right. And then once I started like posting clips on like uh, TikTok and stuff, like a few people started following me from TikTok on Twitch and was like, hey, like, you know, like I saw you on TikTok and like, you know, like love your stuff. And I'm like, oh, that's nice. So like that was kind of what I was like going for is because like i feel like like when you like stream on twitch a lot of people who have uh, a lot of growth on that platform are people who had an audience already somewhere else and they were like right. hey i twitch stream because like it's it's super hard to build a following on twitch when you don't already have one and so right. like my my goal in the first place with comedy was like oh maybe i'll build a following like with comedy and then people can watch me do twitch streams and then Right. That kind of works, but it's like, you know, like one out of a thousand people who maybe, maybe one out of a thousand people who follow you on TikTok or Instagram or whatever will be like, oh, I'll go check out his Twitch, you know? Has, uh, do you think the like TikTok thing has helped a lot with, uh, like bookings and stuff? Do you think uh, it's, it's doing well with that? For bookings, I would say, um, there's no, I don't think there's any booker who's looked at my TikTok and has gone, yeah, this guy, he's, <laughs> he's going somewhere. I don't think, cause I think a lot of bookers are like, like at least like out in like New York and stuff, they're like more like old school. They're like, yeah. they're like, what the fuck is TikTok? Like, I, like, I guess that makes sense. I yeah. knew you were a New York guy, so I wasn't sure how it worked out because I just saw your stuff in a lot of your places. And I was just like, well, he's at least going and getting up. And we were like, that's what I just see. Like with you, you, we scheduled this earlier because it's like you hustle man and that's really really great <laughs> yeah I'm, i have a i don't have any gigs today i just have i'm getting tested for covid so, oh, okay. so that makes sense. i would like i would like to be like yeah dude i gotta run out to new york tonight like no it's i'm i'm chilling today i think i think i have a spot in bear delaware so oh so that's like that's like much later um right. but yeah i was like i i re- immediately regretted pushing this earlier not anything against you it's just i was super tired when i woke up and i was like oh my god like no i, I was stuck to i don't mind i was just like i got up in time and i was like oh shit i gotta send him right away and i was like this is yeah but yeah. I, it's always so it's always so cool to do this because you know i started this uh um like last year uh during like the start of covid it was like uh it was a month, but it was close to around this time, and uh, it it was just crazy. Like now, I've interviewed over like seventy people, <laughs> and it's like yeah. we're close to over seventy people. It's like seventy people now, but it's it's just crazy because with comedians, like I always say, like now, I kind of it's kind of weird. It's like I'll be like, oh, there's too many comedians now. Yeah, <laughs> and, I'll be like, and I'll be then I'll meet someone like you, and I'll be like, I need to have them on my podcast. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I really appreciate that, and. <laughs> Yeah, but, yeah. I just I like your stuff, and uh, I saw that uh, I like to talk about like sort of your influences. You mentioned Jesselin. Uh, yeah. I like I like Nick. He's fucking awesome. I think he's an incredible writer. I think oh, that's that's yeah. what inspired me the most. Like when I first started out with writing, 
was just like he like I the way he could take a premise and then do a total like hard right turn on it is like really inspiring like his misdirection humor and that's kind of what I wanted after when I started doing the stand up like all my jokes none of them were like true like I would just start with like the most like absurd like I like thing like the other day I was in the gas station I was pumping gas and I would just write and be like how can I turn a 180 on this and that's like most right. of my most of my bombing for the first six months was just because all my punchlines were like incest and like I was having sex pause and uh, with the dead body and like, or something stupid like that right and like just like and like I still write dumb jokes like that occasionally but like now I try to focus on stuff that's like more like personal like family and like right actual things that happened to me in life because it's like it's I'm more like passionate when I say that kind of stuff on stage and it's also like less cringy when you're like yeah I mean but you're just always trying to work it out like that for me was the same thing was like how do I make this funny how do I make this this viewpoint anything just like to me I, I always envy now like I don't know what happened but I always say like I used to be so opinionated when I was shade 22 year old and now i'm older i just i'm more relaxed so it like it it kind of sucks to not be able to write jokes in sort of a more like fiery way than i was yeah i still get it and with you i just like i saw one of your recent jokes and i was just like it's it's very surprisingly and i think it's the same thing that i sort of have sometimes it's like it's surprisingly like mean like i like that like and then and I see the Jesse Nick sort of thing, but also in your own way, like yeah, that's I was, like, that's I was like, you know, you give off the it. It's always that subverting expectation thing too. It's like yeah, you see someone on stage and then you you see them do something and it's like oh, that's really good written. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's like that's part of the thing too, where it's like I I still like doing those like one off dumb jokes, where right? because you have to like. You have to mix it up, but like you know, let's make it. They, not everybody wants to hear about your entire life when you're on stage, right. so it's like you just have to do some goofy stuff. And that one joke, I know exactly which one you're talking about. The one where oh. like, I, I make fun of the kid's dead dad or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And it's <laughs> like that, that joke. Awesome. That joke is is like, it's that's like such a fun joke to tell. I worry, but, like, I, I wonder, like, just personally, I don't want to cut you off. I wonder if I just like that joke because I'm a comic and I understand. Like, I think you're a creator of any of any point, like, of any, of any type of, like, genre. You sort of would understand that joke. Like, yeah. totally. Like, anyone who's been online and created anything would totally, like, like that joke. <laughs> yeah, I think... um yeah, it's it's one of those jokes where you have to kind of save it toward the end of your set. Right. I think the biggest thing on stage is like, you know, you got to be likable. If they don't like yeah. you, then you're fucked. So if you open yeah. up with like, yeah, so this is, you know, I was making fun of this kid's dead dad. And then they're like, whoa, who's this? Right. Guy? But if you make fun of yourself for three minutes and then you're like, OK, now let me talk shit on this kid. Yeah. Then it's that's like, the one oh. thing that uh, that's the one thing that Jim Gaffigan is really, really good at is he'll be really clean like in the start of his set in the start of the show and then like in the middle like towards the end it's like make your kid fell asleep i'm gonna tell this one joke yeah (laughs) hope it's passed through the radar that your family doesn't walk out (laughs) (laughs) but um i uh 
so I saw that you uh, did an impression, like I guess you dressed up as a Mitch Hedberg for Halloween. Oh yeah, that was fun. That was for yeah, it was for a Halloween show at uh, Phantom Power at Millersville. I saw and... that video and I was like, that was just so fucking cool, like that you were able to do that like perfectly. Oh thanks. I w- yeah, it was fun, man. Mitch is uh, Mitch is fun to impersonate. I I wouldn't. I'd say it was far from perfect, but it was. It was a lot of fun. I just I just put on some sunglasses, threw on a jean jacket, and then just, you know, did his cadence. Because, like, you know, it's like when you do it, when you impersonate certain comedians, like, there's some of them that have a very specific voice. Right. Like Bill Burr has a very, like, specific voice, John Mulaney. Yeah. And then there's ones who just have, like, a certain cadence, like Mitch Hedberg. He doesn't really, like, I mean, he has a voice, but it's, like, it's hard to, like, really get his voice down. But if you can really practice his, like his cadence and the way he like ups and downs his voice and he just he like he talks like almost like poetically like right um, yeah i that's why i love mitch hedberg is just like it's a rhythmic thing um, yeah he just yeah it's like you it's probably like, you probably know this story or i don't know if you do is uh of his uh comedy central half hour uh his um we've told this story before uh his Comedy Central half hour, his first one, was he bombed it the first 20 minutes because they they used to do it differently. Like, they used to just, like, if you didn't have a name, really, like, they're better at that now with, like, online stuff and everything. But they just put, took people off the street, and his first 20 minutes, he's bombing, and he's <laughs> he goes against the wall, and he's knocking his head against the wall, just being like, this sucks. He's on he's on television. He's just being like this sucks, and then he does the Dufresne joke, and he oh, gets yeah. everyone on his rhythm, and he wins the crowd back for like the rest of the show, but like the first twenty minutes he's just bombing terribly, because they, <laughs> they don't know like his cadence and his like the way he's talking, but he just does that one bit. Yeah, he just gets them, and it's just like the total switch of like him being like this sucks. I can't do this. <laughs> being like, yeah. This is fucking right, and I just love like his attitude. Just seems so like it's great on stage. Given what I know about like how anxious he was and the sunglasses and everything, yeah, it's like, do you have a? I I'm always curious about this. You have um like, what is stage fright to you? Stage fright to me, yeah. Um, so I I get nervous on stage. Like, I so when I first started doing stand up, I was nervous all the time. Like, I'd open mics, I'd go on stage, right? I'd be, my heart would be racing, and I'd be sweating, and I'd have cotton mouth, and that's just right. like, that's all it was. And then I started to learn that open mics, nobody really gives a fuck if you bomb, right? So it's like, oh, okay, this doesn't matter. So then I could just go up, and I'm like, all right, I'm just gonna eat a, sh- I'm just gonna eat a dick, and everybody else is, only cares about them. So it's like, right, you know, really, like you know, and then, and then that, and then I started getting nervous booked on shows like right like oh this matters like yeah booker like i want them to like me so that started like i started getting nervous that like i still get nervous during those sometimes right Uh, but now i'm starting to get better at that where it's like oh this booker like they've seen me do well enough to the point where if i do even it's like i'm not like you know it doesn't matter like it's so i guess i like these like these days like i I get the most nervous when I'm doing a show for the first time for like a booker I've never done before because like I like I want right. them to like me and like if I'm, I'm the I, same like, one. 
I, and then same thing with like auditions and competitions or right. auditions and competitions are like, I still get nervous. Um, like a hundred percent, like, um, but it's like, even then it's like, I just, ha- I have a few beers and I chill out and I'm like, you know what, this isn't going to make or break me. And I just go up and I just have fun. And I'm like, all right, right. I just do what you came here to do and then go home. <laughs> yeah. I see you but do I, a lot yeah. of, I see you do a lot of stuff like sketches and stuff. Do you have an acting background? Um, not really. I took some acting classes for a while. Um, and those were fun, but they didn't really get me anywhere. I did, I I did some background work for HBO. I did, uh, mayor, mayor of Easttown, which I think, uh, a bunch of other, uh, comics. I, a few other comics I know also did some background work there. Cause it's like, it was pretty local to the area. And uh, I know a couple other people who like actually work on the production team, so that was cool. Oh, that's cool. Uh, but yeah, I I I don't I have never really done like any like actual acting. I was in a play down the street from my house because I really like every like every like actor I talked to. I was like, oh, I need advice. Like, how do I get an acting? They're like, you have to do theater because it'll teach you discipline. And I was like, all right. And it also like. Theater also like kind of I guess if you're if you're trying to be a comedian it helps with that too right if you want to talk about stage fright theater you go you have to like memorize everything like oh, word for word like yeah. if you go up and like I mean it's a it's a I guess it's a you know it's a trade off because it's like you don't have to worry about getting like laughs right so it's like you know like it's not it's like you just have to worry about saying your lines and then getting the fuck off stage yeah and with comedy it's like you can just if you forget a joke, it's like, oh, fuck. Like, what was I going to say? And then you just kind of, you go off on something else. Like, Right. Yeah. My my memory is always terrible on stage. I always get so annoyed. I'm like, I was thinking about it. I was writing my, because I've been working for like a couple of years. on uh-huh. um, writing like an hour. So trying to write an hour. And I was just like, I'm going to need cue cards or something. <laughs> I'm yeah. never going to remember this. I just, I'm, I try to like, I'm trying to like, when I try to structure structure longer sets, I just kind of try to think of it like a storyline, like visually, like okay, like I'm starting off with dick jokes, and then we're right. gonna go into Applebee's, and then we're gonna um, talk about my mom, and it's just like yeah, trying to think of like those core concepts, I guess. Right, and the cool thing to me, and you'll probably you probably figured this out now too, is like the real cool thing is when you're creating a set, like, and you have stuff, and you have like stuff that. It's like in the chamber. It's like, oh, I can actually make something out of this. Yeah, like building that. You know, that's the biggest thing that's been different for me. Is like, oh, now I can finally do something. And like, I spent um, this past year uh, like trying to learn how to do uh, like callbacks and stuff, so I could do that better. And it's just very interesting, like how you how it gets clear. It always gets clear every every year. I feel like I think. I don't know if that resonates with you. It's like when you start out, it's like it's all foggy. You have no idea what you're gonna do. You're like you have no idea what's gonna come next in your set. And then when you're like, oh, now this has attraction of where it's going. Do you feel like? Uh, how do you? Do you feel more comfortable with your material now? I don't want to put any words. No, in I, I mean, yeah, well, yeah, like, yeah. It's uh, with my material, I I guess as more time passes. I, I I throw older stuff out, right? Like a lot of stuff I said my first year that I don't say on stage now, 
Right. And I'm starting to see a pattern with the stuff I'm saying now where it's like I have better jokes that are hitting harder. And it's like my tight my tight five now and is like way different than it was like last year and my tight ten now is on its way to being much different than it was last year too. So it's like every time I every time I think I'm like, Oh, I got like thirty minutes, like I'm good. Like I, I I'm like, no, I have like fifteen of what I'm happy with. Like I have I have a decent amount of material. Like I have no idea how much time I could do on stage. Like, right. And most I've done is like seventeen. Oh and... yeah. Um I did I I I was asked to do uh fifteen in like I guess I was around the same time of doing comedy as you were and I was not ready to do that. Yeah. And uh fake it though. It Tell was it was that was what I had to do. I had to fake it. And uh I could I could have just gotten off stage and been like, you know, they weren't gonna they don't pay me, but it was just like I could have. But it was just like they they wanted me to do this, so I'm gonna try, and this just ended up being weird. And so like, and it's it's just funny how like the things that you do, and that's the one thing in comedy too that happens is it's always the one of my favorite quotes from. Uh, do you know uh, the comedian uh, Louis Anderson? Uh, I know the name. Yeah, you know who he is. Well, anyway, he. Uh, he he has this great quote. He used to teach comedians, like he used to have seminars and stuff. And he said this great thing of like, you never learn anything from a good set. You always learn lessons from bombing. It's like that's when you learn from it. And that's what I think. Like whenever there's like a shitty experience, like a show goes wrong or problems or something, at least you'll learn something and you'll have an experience. And it's yeah, like, it's like, yeah, I. Sometimes you can get a good bit out of it too. Or it's yeah, like, you know, it's like this is. It's always the stuff that when it's when it's crazy at the time, it's like that's the thing that's funny, like about like TV shows and like everything is like everyone wants their life to be exciting, and then it's like no, you don't. You don't want your life to be exciting. You want yeah. chaos. <laughs> I think bombing, yeah, bombing will keep you humble real quick. Like you, well, like it's, yeah, yeah. It's it's yeah. That's why like. I don't know. That's why, like, you know, I, I like doing uh, late rooms, too, like, because, like, it's still, like, open mics or whatever, like, right. like 1 a.m. and, like, everybody's tired. Nobody cares or whatever. And it's, like, because you just go up there and you're doing, like, stand up to, like, dirty dishes. Right. And it's, like, you know, like, nobody, like, you just, like, what, what like, you know, like, like, empty beer bottles, whatever's left in the room. There's no people. And you're, like, all right, uh, let me just get used to telling these jokes in silence. <laughs> like. Right. So you're mostly a New York guy, right? Uh no. I I mean I'm I'm based outside of uh Philly, so I'm like Delco, I guess. Okay. So yeah, yeah. I, I was I was curious if you were like a Philly guy or a New York guy, because it just seems like you're like a double state person, so I was like, Oh, this is very cool. And just seeing you everywhere, I was just like, Oh, it's really, really Oh yeah, thanks. Time. Yeah. It's I'm I'm trying to spend more time up in New York, so I, I um I just been commuting up there, and uh, my car recently just like broke down, so I'm working on getting that replaced. Right. And I'm thinking about like at some point just like totally just being like a fucking hobo. I want to get uh, a like a conversion van, and like so like I can like I don't want to move up to New York, but I want the opportunity like the option to like stay up there in like my van if I want. To. Right. Like. All right, like I'm not gonna cause every every comic I talk to in New York is like, when are you moving up here? When are you moving up here? And it's right. like, dude, like 
I'm like Philly is two hours. Like it's I'm not like I'm I'm not like a million miles away, dude. Like I'm fine hopping on the train for like a for a five minute set. It's like that's not like that's no problem. Like it's and I I usually get a good clip out of it. Right. That I can post like to me that's all worth it. Like I spend money on tolls and gas and all that, but at the same time I save. I'm not spending like thousands of dollars on rent. And like, you know, like New York's expensive. Like, I don't. Yeah, I, of course. I, I like I can't. I don't, I don't want to do that right now, but I like being in New York. It's, I don't have it. Like, I love New York. It's just right. I, I my current living situation. I'm, I'm just like, I got to I got to stay where I am and just get up there when I can. I was I was supposed to do a show there uh, last night and then it got canceled when I was halfway there. Uh-huh. So I had to. That's the kind of the bummer about it. It's like you're so far away where it's like, oh, um, yeah, sorry. And you're like, all right. And then you just, I just pulled a U-turn, and I, um, I wanted to. I realized I was close by to another show that my buddies were on uh, at Valley Forge um, Casino, and I was like, oh, you know, I'll drop by and go support them. And then I so I hung out with them and just had a few beers. And then the, um, the host actually ended up giving me a guest spot. So you know, it all worked out in the end. I was like, yeah, right. that's so cool when that happens. And that's like what I was talking about, like. You, know, you just have that experience. Something will always happen. Like, yeah. At least for you, like you have the at least the thing. Of like, at least I'll go to that. To me, I'll be like, well, I'm in New York, man. Go get something to eat or something. Yeah. I'll, like, I go like, I'll probably get up with you quickly. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> like, if I, I mean, yeah. I was, I was on the, I was about halfway there. If I was in New York already, I'd be like, I'm just gonna fucking get some pizza and maybe go catch another, like maybe go to the cellar and like watch some, like right, yeah, or something, you know. Do, I, um, have you gone to, I saw that you did, like, shows at, like, the, uh, what was it, um, what club was it? Uh, was Greenwich. this a stand? The, oh, stand-up? Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, I just, I got, um, I got passed there recently, so I, I've been doing some shows there, and that's been fun. Okay, well, that's good, then. I'm glad that I, I'm glad that you said that you were passed there, because I did put it as a credit on, the yeah, advertisement. So I, I was happy about that. So it's just that's, like it's like my one credit. So it's like no, but it's good. You know, it's always good to have that. Just you know, in general, I think for you to work and also for me just to be able to put it because I'm always like I need to be able to do that more to put people's credits on because that's the thing is like I want people you know this to get traction, people to like see it, and right. I think with you like what's really cool is to see in everything that you're doing. Do you feel like I want to ask you about this because I hear, you know, just mixed things about it. How is the New York scene, like, comedy-wise treating you? Are they are they nice? What's sort of, like, the vibe there, socially? Um, so, every like, every comic who I've talked to is super nice out there. Like, I haven't, like, really met, like, any asshole comics. Um, bookers are very about their business, I've learned. Like, they're, like, like, you know, they're very, like, you know, like, money talks type deal. Right. Um, but they're nice too. Like I don't have like I don't have a problem with anybody. Like I I get along with just about anybody. And then anytime somebody like I can tell I'm not getting along with them, I just give them space. And then I'm like, all right, like I'll come like I'll come back to you. Like right. you know? but I mean, no, it's New York's, you know, very, very nice. There's a lot of nice comics out there, uh, many of who are much funnier than me, and I'm just like, Oh, this is this is like big time. These people out here, like Right. It's um no yeah it's everybody out there is like super nice and it's like um my first like uh book show at the stand uh stand up New York was like super cool because it's like I 
got put on a show with uh, TJ Miller and he was like headlining and I was just like sitting at the bar. Like I did my set and it went really well. I was just hanging out the bar and he just walked in and was just like talking to everybody and he was really sweet. And like, I was like, Oh, this is like, that's cool. Like, He's just like he's just like a like regular dude, just like talking to people. He was taking pictures, right, uh, out front with like all all of his fans, and it's, it's just nice to see that because it's like, you know, like you you never know. You see like these people like on TV, and you right, and you you know you hear their stand up, and you're like, okay, but what are they like in person? It's like right. it's always nice seeing that, but because um, stand up is such a like that's such a a, a heart. That's the one thing that's very like intriguing about it is you want everyone to live up to their expectation so like it, it's you know i was uh a couple years ago um you know that i had on i was there he uh he start he there was this guy this this booker and comedian who was total like he kind of leads it into it now but just a total asshole and uh-huh. He's this terrible booker. He's always screwing people. And what he was doing was he was getting like minor celebrities, like involved in stand up. So he got like Bam Margera started doing stand up. So he like started booking with him. So Bam was working with uh, um, Ari Lang, and Ari Lang was like not doing well. So I was sort of around that period, like with those going to those shows a little bit to support Elzar and and friends and i i never talked to them i never talked to Ari line but i was like in his vicinity and it's yeah. like the same thing of like you know i didn't want to do anything to like piss him off or get in the way but he was already lying so yeah. it was like kind of cool to like see someone be themselves like even though it was sad and he's clean now it was kind of like it was like it, you don't want to say it. it's kind of cool it's like oh i used to see Ari lang being as Ari lang is <laughs> like, yeah that's <laughs> I can't imagine seeing Bam Margera do stand-up. That must have been He bananas. was terrible. But he, what he ended up doing was, like, he, he ended up doing more stories and more, like, you know, he would, he would, uh... I mean, I'm sure he could fill a room. Yeah. He, he could he could sell out a room immediately, and that's, Yeah, like, he was, oh, he couldn't, he didn't really tell just more to, like, tell stories and interesting things that just happened to him. Yeah. And he was just going through, like, a really tough thing. And then what happened to me was, uh... Um, someone, I think it was the guy that I was telling you about the shitty uh, booker, you know, comedian guy who's a real scumbag. Is a he? Um, I feel like he did it because I don't know how it happened, but I got impersonated on Reddit talking shit about their shows. Oh wow! And I looked, and I went on Reddit like right away because like I was like calling me freaking out because he's the same as me as like being a very anxious person. I'm like, dude, who? I'm, I'm trying to explain to him that's not me. I'm like, dude, who puts their full name on Reddit? Yeah. Come up with a shitty name. It's like, yeah. yeah. So I went online. So I went on the website and they fixed it in like three minutes. And I'm like, they have like a page and everything. I'm like, this happens all the time. People get impersonated all the time. I'm like, it's fucking. <laughs> Reddit, Reddit is a cesspool. <laughs> but it was just like a funny thing. Just yeah, Reddit, crazy shit like that happens. Reddit sucks. I hate yeah. Reddit. I mean, I like Reddit. But yeah. But, I like Reddit scrolling through it. Yeah. And, like, just, like, if I'm going to shut my brain off, it's like, all right, time for Reddit. But once you look um, into it, you're just like, this is the worst. Well, <laughs> not even that. It's, like, it's trying to – mainly from the, like, trying to, like, promote yourself on there sucks. Cause like, oh, really? Yeah. Because before I started posting my clips on Instagram and TikTok, 
I did. I used to put stills of my jokes on r slash stand up shots. Oh, and let me tell you, boy, do people hate any like, dude? People like people on Instagram. You get an occasional like person on TikTok or Instagram who like this sucks, like quit comedy or whatever. But like on Reddit, it's like you'll have people like deconstructing your jokes. They'll be like, "Here's the reason why this joke doesn't work because A, B, C, D, and E." And if you're gonna tell this joke, like, 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 you know, you you should change this. And it's like, it's like feedback that's like, they're right. trying to be constructive, but like I, at the same time, you're like, well, okay, I guess that works. But like, and they and and they add like some shitty comment that just right. ruins like everything they told you. It's like, you know, if you're gonna be a comedian, like maybe you should consider like like you know quitting. If you're like, I'm just like, what are you like? Right. What are you talking about? Are you giving me advice or are you talking shit? So those like, are like, I can totally understand that. Cause especially because it's, like, it's like they can be you can it's easier to be anonymous on reddit it's like right it's easier and like especially in like that subreddit of comedians is like of course they want everyone else to quit <laughs> like, yeah. you know? it's like they're so competitive and it's people right. from like you know they're like i guess because you're posting it to a specific like when you post on instagram and tiktok you post them like everybody like check out this joke and then if you post it on r slash stand-up shots you're like hey other comedians like <laughs> Right. So come check out. I mean, I'm sure there's people who follow that subreddit who just like comedy, yeah. but I think a lot of it is like other comics who just want right. to like be around comedy. And that's like, yeah, it, you know, Reddit is just, I, I stopped posting. I stopped trying to promote my stand up on there a long time ago. Right. And started focusing on Instagram and TikTok. And that's, that has been a much more uh, welcoming environment, I guess. Right. Yeah. It, it's just so cool to sort of see that sort of happening i'm like you know seeing you get you know all your subscribers and stuff and it was just it's just cool to see someone who works it it's always like you it feels like justice you know when it ha- when something good happens to good people you're like you're like okay i know the industry sucks in many ways uh-huh. but at least something is like at least like it's it's rising to the top do you I know that it's probably like a grind for you. Like, you know, you're going through everything, writing all your jokes and stuff. Um, so, the one thing that I want to ask this. So, do you, we were talking about like people on line and comedy. So, do you feel like just everywhere you've been, do you feel like generally like you're getting along pretty well with everyone? Like, yeah. That was I, my biggest thing when I was, I guess I have like, I don't know, like PTSD or whatever from, like just not being when I started it's just I always I always would like put my foot in my mouth and I'd be like oh man I, everyone hates me and then I'd be like people would be like I don't care and I'd be like why aren't you gonna hold me accountable for being an asshole yeah <laughs> I um do you feel like you're getting along with other comics like, yeah I, I like to think I'd get along with uh I, you know just about everybody like I don't like I, I avoid all that like Facebook drama there's right. a lot of that going on. Like, I just, I try not to, like, comment on other people's right. business. Um, anytime somebody, like, like you, you have to, like, I don't know. I guess I, like, I, like, I also think I have, like, a pretty, like, thick skin when it comes to, like, right. like, sometimes people, they'll say something, like, shitty. And, like, I, like, I don't, like, and I'll just, like, let it go. Or, like, I'll, like, double down and I'll be, like, yeah, like, you're right. Like, this, like, I do suck. And they just, they laugh about it. And, right, and then I'm just like, and they're like, you know, like they realize like they're just kidding, and I'm just kidding. And it's like, you know, like you like a lot of times there's certain things you just kind of have to like, yeah, take on the chin and just be like, 
you know, that's, that's, you know, that it is what it is. But I, of, I saw this recently. It's sort of stand-up com. I saw this on Twitter recently, like some comic. I think this is so true. It's like the worst thing about stand-up is that it's two people, two of the extent, two different people that didn't get along with each other in high school doing the same thing. Well, so yeah, I don't like, know. So it's like you like to think a lot of like comedians are people who were like bullied, and like you then you look at a, a few people and you'll be like, oh, that person was an asshole. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. I I get a, I get along with uh, just about everybody. I like to think, but I'm also super self conscious, and I'm like, yeah, like same thing. I'm like, I'll be like, oh man, like 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 I like like uh, I hope these people don't hate me. Like that's what I just automatically yeah. assume. I'm like, I want I want to be liked. But yeah. like I like I try and I try not to be like over overly nice like up right. people's butts because I think that can kind of come off as like all right calm down right because I think I think that's when I kind of first started doing when I first started doing stand up I was like very like over overly like supportive like I guess oh, so, like yeah. just like trying to like just being up everybody's butts and being like so what shows do you have can I get like can I buy you a drink like what do you like you know like what's your favorite color and they're like can you right. stop like yeah and like. Uh, it's so funny you mentioned like bombing and everything. Like I always have to whenever I hang out with a newer comedian, I always have to remember to be like more empathetic, I guess, because everything is exciting. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, like like everything is exciting, and I'm like an open mic for them. I don't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I, I I always feel so bad when I'll be like someone will be talking about like you know maybe they're like what's their experience and they'll be talking about like complaining about bombing i'll be like dude you're gonna have to get used to that <laughs> what yeah i think <laughs> like, i have to remember richard it's hard <laughs> yeah it's tough <laughs> it's it's always somebody's you know we've, we've all been on stage the first time before and it's, right that's important to remember yes. but I, yeah i mean i to answer your original question i think i think i get along with just about everybody. Like I've never, I haven't had any like sour interactions with any comedians. Like that's good. maybe, maybe it's only been like a one-off comment or like I said something I didn't really mean. And then I immediately apologize. Or like, I say something like wrong that like, right. I, like, or like I didn't, like I didn't mean it that way. And then, so, right. like, and then like, they're like, Oh, okay. And then we just cleared out. Like, yeah. Any, any problem I have had with the comic, we, we hashed it out like immediately. And then it's like, all right, we're good. Like, I think that's pretty easy. Cause we all just, we make jokes all the time. So it's like, you never yeah. know what people's limits are, and, yeah, and also we're all tired and drunk, and it's fucking eleven right. o'clock at night. Like, you put a bunch of comics in a room and like expect like all of them to like not say something stupid. Like, right. it's, it's gonna happen. Like, we're all gonna say something shitty like at, at some point. But it's like I don't. That's why you have to remember. Like, it's not like none of it's personal. Right. Like, we're all we're all drunk. It's fucking yes. ten o'clock at night. We all want to go home. Like, we're not in good moods because half of us just bombed. You know, we have a show this weekend that's we're probably also gonna bomb on. Like, it's just like no, like you you're in that mindset where it's just like you know, it, it's like I may, I'm probably gonna say something stupid and right. I'm gonna regret it tomorrow when I wake up and I'm gonna message them and be like, hey, hope I wasn't an asshole. Right. I was, like, no, I was exactly like that. I was just like, this is, you know, and then people wouldn't care, and I'd be like, okay, well yeah. now I have to deal with this. <laughs> like, yeah. But I'm um, su- I'm super self conscious about yeah. all that. I'm like, please please like me. I'm sorry. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so that's really that's one of the coolest things. Like, you know, uh, that's one of the great things about uh, Bar 13, it's it's a great hang afterwards. Like, yeah, that's the one thing that I think can never truly be like if you ever like that's one thing that I see like in media a whole lot that doesn't get like shown. Like, you can never really sh- show that how like awesome that can be. 
Because, like, there's so and much then, pressure during a mic. Yeah. And then afterwards, you're sort of, like, you sort of, like, get to meet everyone, and everyone gets out of the show, and it's, like... Oh, yeah, I think I think part of, part of a big part of doing stand-up is what you say off stage or to you know and like who you talk to because a lot of a lot of the hang too is like networking and like i think it's like i think right. it's, I, I don't like saying like oh i'm like like this is networking because no not, no like, i understand what you mean it, totally. it sounds like it sounds like you're just like using everybody at that right. point it's like oh like you know oh, so we're not we're not hanging out we're not like being friends you're networking like it's like that's so yeah. like stupid. Like, well, that's one of my biggest. Uh, that's one of my biggest tips that I always give people because I always used to worry about being that way. Mm-hmm. And uh, I always say this whenever like comics ask me like for advice. My one advice I always give because besides like I say besides writing often and you know going on stage as much as you can, it's just really simple. Like you just gotta find cool people to do dope shit, dope shit with. Just find people that to do cool stuff with. Yeah. You'll find your group of people. Like that's the thing that's cool in stand up is you'll find people who who are similar to who you are. If you're a very shy person on stage, people that are gonna that are shy are gonna like your comedy and other comedians that are shy are gonna come to you and they'll be like, We can be friends because we're similar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's um yeah, I think, I think making friends is just important too. But like at the same time, like focus on yourself. And but yeah. like the hang, the hang is is also important because it's like it's it's just good to it's good to talk to other comics and get their input on certain things. Just like just make friends and like right because like you know you never know who's gonna run what room one day. So it's like you, you want to try and get along with everybody. Right. So yeah. um, I w- do you have any um. Like stories of hecklers, like any interesting, like, um, yeah, I, I got, I got, um, I got a few. I got heckled by my mom before at a, oh my, God. at a show in New York. That was fun. Um, like a show, like not like a match. Right. I did a well, it was a bringer, so I mean, call it what you want. <laughs> it wasn't, yeah, a, it wasn't nice. anything but, like special, but yeah, I was doing Greenwich Village. And yeah, it was know. like right after COVID started to lighten up and things were starting to open up. And I was like super excited because it's like, all right, we're getting back on stage. And I brought like my five, uh, I brought five of my family to come out and hang out in New York and watch me do stand up. And I was doing like, I think I did like, like 15 minutes or something. And right. um, they, there was no food at the venue. And I didn't know that. It was, they just had nachos and it was like beer. And so we, we were running late. So we had no time to eat beforehand. So I, I sent, we went straight to the venue and they were so hungry, but like, obviously there was no food there. So they just kept drinking alcohol and like on an empty stomach. So they all got hammered. And my mom was up front, right in the front row. And I did this joke about like drinking. And then this one lady yelled, oh, you must be Irish. And I was like, no, I'm German. And then my mom said, She's my mom yelled, No, 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 you do have some Irish in you. <laughs> and it became this whole like back and right. forth. And I was like, And it, it it's weird because it became this moment where it's it was probably the funniest part of right. my set. Cause I was like, Oh, cool. My mom, like, I thought I was German. My mom fucked an Irish guy, or like, I said something like that. Right. And it's like, I'm it's like, I was like, I'm Irish, I guess. And like, everybody <laughs> in the audience went nuts. Yeah, that's and great. I posted it on TikTok and Instagram, and it got like, tons of views and people were like commenting like is it was that really your mom and i was like yeah like that was that happened like that was it well, was that's great like, that you handled that well 
like I always worry oh. like I wouldn't handle that well because like I think that's more of the like my mom is very supportive and yeah. uh, like she's always she especially early on like now that I yeah not so much she still is but like she was very much and it's it's always a thing of like you and you know I've seen you have some of your parents like you probably can relate to this it's like yeah there's a lot of things like that people don't know how to understand and they want to understand they want to they want to know how to act as appropriate as you want to know how to act yeah i think i think at the moment after the show i was really mad at her i was like i was like mom you can't do that like and right i was curious and she was like i didn't mean to like i've been drinking i'm like okay but if this was like a bigger show, it would have been a problem. <laughs> right. But at least you got a moment out of it. And yeah, and then like I don't know, like it's just I I'm I'm so like I'm, I like I feel like I'm always like you know like tiptoeing around like these 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 things. So I'm like I don't like and it, it's weird because it like it it did really well like online the the clip like did really well. So I was like I can't be too mad at her. And like I wasn't like mad at her. I was like mom, right. don't do that again. Like I like <laughs> yelled at my mom. I was like. Like, thank yeah. you for coming out and supporting me, but like, please don't, please don't just, just laugh or don't laugh. Like, right. right. It, yeah. It, yeah. I feel like that happens. Like, you know, cause that's the one thing is like your parents, you know, or anyone who's supposed to, they want to know, like, that's, a, that's the funny thing is we, we're both figuring it out. So yeah, that's an interesting thing. Do you, uh, you have anything else? Any other? Um, no, I don't think, uh, no, I don't think well, I, I don't want to put you on the spot or anything about I mean, unless just, you have anything, it's just a topic that I do, you know, uh, it's something I, I don't know if you saw, um, I feel so like, I wish that I had met you earlier because I did a, um, I have the second series that I do on my podcast called like comedy break nerd breakdown, where I talk mm-hmm. about a comedian with like my comedian friends and we like break them down. We talk about like what we like about them. And I did an episode on uh, Mitch Hedberg. Oh, okay. With two guys who are like, if you look at what they look like and you saw their material, you'd be like, yeah, Mitch Hedberg. <laughs> That's yeah, they like. <laughs> so I wish I could have had you on because it was just like that. But that was a good episode. And I think you would like that one. But uh, okay. yeah, thank you so much for doing this, man. Yeah, thanks so much. for I mean, me talk. I have a little bit of things going on, but uh, your stuff is all, uh, it's all Rob Stant comedy, right? Uh yeah, it's um it's all Rob Stant comedy. It was I was at one point Delta Rob TV, and because that was my Twitch name, and then I changed everything over. Right. Because I was like, I feel like I'm doing more comedy now than I am streaming. So, right. like R.I.P. So you mentioned your family, you know, coming out to see you. They're very supportive. Oh yeah, they um yeah they they came out to see me, uh last Saturday. I had an audition. They all came out and supported me. Um. So that was good, and yeah, they're always there when I need them. I'm like, hey guys, this I have this bringer, I have this audition, um, I have this competition. Can you guys come out? Like they were, they're they're always they're always there. So that's, that's good. yeah, because it's not like that for everybody. Did they was what this was this was it expected to them? Like did it surprise them when you started doing stand up and started performing, or were they? Um, they sort of expected. I think for my mom. My mom knew, like, I always wanted to do stand-up, and so did my sisters, because, like, I, I I wrote, like, I, I used to, like, w- like watch stand-up a lot when I was a kid, mm-hmm. and me and my dad would, like, sit down and write jokes, and 
Like I would be like fourteen. I had a I had a joke notebook. I would write stuff in at fourteen. Oh, that's so cool. And I like I I don't know where it is. There's probably some pretty like some pretty funny shit in there. If I had to if I had to imagine, like not like funny on stage, but like funny like things I would try to write as like a fourteen year old. Right. And I just remember like. Yeah, 14, I, I remember I was interested in stand-up. And then around the age of 16, I got really interested in trying it. And then the, as I slowly creeped into my 20s and was able to legally drink in a bar, I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll fucking give this a shot for real. And then I just, now it's like, I feel like I'm in too deep to stop. So it's like. Of course, yeah. It's like, all right, I got to keep doing this. Like, not that I don't want to, but it's like, all right, this is this is working out better than I thought it would, you know? Yeah, it's like it. It's sort of like you find that trajectory, and you're just like, now I have to do this, and now that I like doing this, it's it's the thing of like constantly doing it. Um, was were do you feel this might be a cliche question, but were you like were you funny in high school? Do you think? Um, was I funny in high school? Like growing no. up, and like as a kid and stuff. Like, do you think? um, no, I was very quiet, uh, and I'm with maybe funny like situationally, like right. But, like, I wasn't, like, a class clown. Like, I was pretty quiet. Right. Maybe if I was, like, around my, my friends like, or on Xbox, I would, like, crack some jokes and make them laugh. But, like, I wasn't, I wasn't like, oh, this guy's going to be a comedian. Like, I think right. the closest I got to that was before I started doing stand-up. I worked at Best Buy. And I would, like, I would go on these, like, rants about, like, the customers and stuff and, like, the warehouse. And have everybody laughing. Right. And, like, that was the only time where I felt like, you know, people were like, "Oh, like, dude, you're funny. Like, you should, you should, like, you should be a comedian." And I was just right. like, "I was like, yeah, right." Like, because even then, I knew like, like, conversation funny. Like, there's always that person who's the funniest person in their office. And right. They go, they're like, "Oh, I'm gonna go do stand up," and then they just bomb. And that was me. I did, right. I was like, I knew it was like this is stand up. When I when I went into stand up, I was like, this is gonna be totally different than anything. And it's like it is. It's like you can't, you can't like. You know, especially starting out, because, like, at open mics, like, there aren't, like, it's very rare there are, like, actual, like, non-comics there. Yeah. It's hard to make people laugh who are already, like, you know, who are comedians. That's like trying to do magic tricks in front of other magicians. You're like... Yeah. That's the one thing that's, like, interesting about stand-up is, like, and the one thing that uh, I liked was, uh, did you watch, did you watch uh, the show Crashing? Pete Holmes. Yeah, I watched some of it. Yeah, yeah. I, I like that show for one reason is that, like, it sort of opened the, the window to, like, what we do. So, like, it gives people more of an explanation because I feel like one of the biggest misconceptions is that it's very glamorous what we do. And it's like, no, we're, this is mostly just performing in bars. <laughs> yeah. Fucking basements. It's not, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'd say it's the op- opposite. It's like, it's funny. I'm, what, I'm getting it's, hammered it's funny, like cool myself. Yeah, we sort of have to, like, explain it. It's like, no, it's like, this is much, like, I love it. I love it. I wouldn't, you know, I love doing it. But it's not the way people think it is sometimes. <laughs> right. And, uh, yeah. I agree. Yeah, it's great. Um, what kind of crap off on? Uh, are you doing anything, like, schedule-wise, like, comedy-wise coming up? Um, I have, I have a few local spots around, but like nothing like, um, nothing too crazy. I don't think, um, I, cause it's like, it's, it's kind of just come like a lot of stuff I get booked on is like, I have to send out my availability in the beginning of the month. 
Right. And now, now I'm coming up on the end of December and the holidays are here. So it's pretty slow for me right now. Yeah, it is a slow um, period, though, with the holidays. That happens. And then yeah. It's like, you so know, January, hopefully, hopefully it'll this. pick up. Yeah. But right now, I'm, I'm just kind of chilling. Because when people are out, it's just it's just a good place to do. Um, so have you – I haven't been there in a couple of weeks. Have you been going to uh, Forest 13? Yeah, I was there this past Wednesday. And I was trying to tell these jokes. I, I was like, it was my third mic of the night. I did, um, I did two other mics before. Then I went there. Oh wow! And it was like it was it was pretty late, and I got there, and there was this one girl who was way too drunk up front, and she wouldn't stop laughing at like the setups to my punchlines. Right. And I was like, like it was like it was like an annoying amount of laughter. It's like you're right. not like you're laughing. Nobody else is laughing. First of all, and she's the only one. It's like it was like it was like I was getting heckled by laughter. It was so weird. Like it was right. I was like, what are you doing? And like, so I just like made fun of her my entire set and she was right. loving it That's and her friends were loving it. And then everybody else in the bar, not so much. So it was just kind of, I, like, yeah. I got off stage and then like, like I felt like I, it, it sucks because I had a bunch of material I wanted to work on. And then I got off stage and I was like, I didn't get to say anything I wanted. Um, right. And then all a couple other comics were like, yo, like, thank you for addressing that drunk lady because she has not been shutting up all night. And right. I, was like, I was like, all right, yeah, it's like, I just, I guess I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't help. People... I just, I, if anything, I encouraged her. <laughs> right. That's one that like, you never think about when you're up there, like how it's going to affect. Like, to me, I'm always, I'm always changing. Like, I used to be so, like, timid when I used to get heckled because I had no idea how to respond to it, to be, how to, like, the level to react to it. Yeah. yeah. And I always feel like, you know, uh, when it, it always depends where it happens too. So like now that I'm six years in, I'm a lot more of an asshole when it comes to like hecklers and people that interrupt now. Like you know the guy from uh, Bar Thirteen, he does stand up a little bit. The guy with the jorts. Yeah. He was like he was you know heckling me during my set in a nice way. Like he's you know he doesn't really know, and he was just like doing it to everybody. So I went up the second week I was there, and I was really mean to him. I was like, don't fucking heckle me, dude. He was nice about it, but I was just like, I was like, don't. <laughs> like, I was going to hit him or something. I don't know. I was like, don't yeah. do that, dude. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think. And then anytime... I felt bad afterwards. I was like, oh, I should have, I should have been nicer. <laughs> I mean, yeah, anytime, anytime you get heckled at an open mic, it's, it's, think of it as like practice. It's like, yeah. it's going to happen at a show eventually and you'll learn how to deal with it. Another story life. that I have. As I told this to is uh, at this one, we used to have this open mic at this bar uh, in Long Branch, uh, New Jersey, and uh, it used to be in this bar. This was a punk bar, like they had a lot of punk shows, and we actually ended up technically turning it into a comedy club, like locally, like yeah, we got like two local awards in a, in a, like two years in a row for being like local comedy club. It's not a comedy club; it's a bar, and it was just like. So cool. So we got moved into this new place to this. It shut down during COVID. And then we uh, got moved to another place for our Monday, Mike. And uh, there was a guy that was sort of heckling. And he had his, his son was like 15 and the other son was like seven. And they were, he was heckling the entire time. So when I got up on stage, I told him when I got up, I said, I said to him, I threatened to shit on his chest in front of his kids. 
<laughs> and shit on all their chests. And I was just like, that's what I said. I was like, so the worst like thing I could say. Yeah. They shut them up, but it just came out. So they shut them up and people liked it, but it was like, this is totally too far. So <laughs> Anytime somebody brings kids to a show, I immediately start talking about how Santa isn't real. Right. And it was just like, get your kids out of this bar. What are you doing? Or like right. a brewery. Like I like yeah. why are your kids at a brewery? Like be right. go be a parent or right. like get a sitter. Exactly. Like what are you doing? It's like mommy just mommy just gonna have a couple drinks. It's like right. watch this comedy show. It's like Right. And like to me I'm like I, I remember and the one thing that's I always have to remember is like people have, you know, the same thing. Like I was were you um this is an interesting question. Were you how was your family with comedy? Were they, you know, did they let you watch a lot of stuff or were they strict about anything? No, they were pretty good about it. Like, I mean, yeah, my parents too. Like, it was I more did. like I couldn't watch like violent, like super violent stuff or like horror stuff. It was more like, you know, but comedy was fine. Like, I watched like uh, Blazing Saddles with my dad and stuff when I was young, young. So it's like, you know, it's always funny. Like, when I see people now, I have to realize that, like, you know, to cater your comedy to, to be like, oh, are they going to be okay with this? Like, that's yeah, the, exactly. That's one of the funniest things about open mics, and that's the fun thing about like with comedians who started like uh, after COVID or during it, who are mostly used to like Zoom mics. I feel like such like a, I feel like such like a, a dinosaur, and like it sounds so weird of like to explain oh, it. So... Like, like no, we used to we used to do we used to ambush people and have you know open mics. <laughs> At a bar, and one day didn't want us there. <laughs> yeah, Zoom mics. I don't. I have never done one, and I never will. I, I only. I almost did one, and I didn't know like the people involved, so I was like, so I ended up just going on TikTok. I just ended up going on uh, um, Instagram and doing a live like thing there, and being like, I'm gonna try and do this. It's not really the same. Like I, I envy a person like you who's able to, you know sort of you're flexible with your Connie and able to put it everywhere like just in your sense of humor to me my my thing I always make is like you know a stripper can become like a porn star or cam girl I can't do that I have no way to show my comedy tits online yet yeah (laughs) like so I always get envious when I see someone like you who does stuff that's like you know but do you find that, do you do a lot of sketches? Like, I, I've only seen a couple of stuff, so I don't really... Yeah, more sketches, I think. Yeah. Um, when I first started out, uh, like, before I wanted to be a Twitch streamer, I wanted to be a YouTuber. And that was, right. like, I had, like, if you dig far enough down on my YouTube channel, whatever ones I haven't deleted, right. I think there's a couple sketches on there. So, yeah, I used to, I used to like, write sketches and then just, like, do them. Um, and then, like, TikTok, I, I wouldn't call them sketches, but, like, just kind of, like, one-off, like, dumb, like, here's my opinion on this videos. Like, I've done those before. Right. Um, but, yeah, I, I do the occasional sketch or whatever. I Yeah, I do that. But, like, sketches, are like, to me, it's, like, they're, like, it's tough because, like, it's it's hard to get a lot of, like, views on those, I feel like. Cause that, right. But they're, they're fun to make, though. Yeah. Because I, I have a ton of friends who, like, just, who are who are good at it. So it's just like, I'm always so envious when I see that. And uh, yeah. Uh, thank you so much for being on, man. Uh, yeah, no problem. I hope you had a good time with me. <laughs> yeah, it was good. <laughs> everything. Um, so I just want to uh, like redo it. 
like it's Rob Stamp comedy everywhere, right? Yeah, it's yep. just very easy. Rob Stamp comedy. Yep, Rob Stamp comedy. That's me. This is gonna be out on Christmas, so this is gonna be a good one. Oh, Merry <laughs> Christmas! Yeah, yeah. So, cool. uh, yeah. Thank you so much, man, and uh, I can't wait to see you again. Hopefully, I see you soon. Yeah, dude. I'll see you around. Thanks for having All me. Right. Have a nice weekend. You too. Bye. Bye.